till these set is finished We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, till it's over with We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, until these set is Good day everybody, good day, good day Hope everyone has had a good day today um, For the most part anyway Whether we're catching you in the morning When you're just waking up and getting your coffee, getting your day started, stretching your bones out, getting your body ready for a full day, getting you halfway through the day when you bent with a few things, a couple obstacles, got some blessings, whatever the case may be, getting through that midday madness, or we are catching you at the nighttime when your day's over, having dinner with your family. Spend time with the kids, watch the TV, whatever. Whatever the case may be, you are now tuned into the Blue Book. Presented to you by Seabrook Ministries and hosted by your boy Blue. Well guys, <clears throat> today in this message, I'm going to start this thing off by saying we had a very, very big loss in the Christian hip-hop or rap or CHH industry. Um, those who are familiar with Christian hip-hop or gospel rap um, know the gospel gangsters they've been around since the mid 90s very very legendary group very very well-known group um, Mr. Solo of that group fantastic lyricist awesome music producer has spoken into so many lives and so many wonderful things for uh, for music and for ministry. Um, he passed away. Uh, he passed away, um, and it brought it brought a shockwave through the CHH, <clears throat> Urban Inspirational Music, and all hip hop who or rap music who know of him, who worked with him. Um, it's a very, very tough time right now um, <clears throat> when we lose a pillar of our music that God has anointed us to do. Um, it's just, it was his time. I, believe it or not, it was. So, our, our condolences here at the UMOLV Broadcasting, whether it's Unity Radio, Urban Vegas, or the Blue, Bo the Blue Book, our condolences to his family, his friends, those close to him. Um, we just wish peace on his, on his, on the recovery of his family through this time. Um, and by all means, much love to you, um, Mr. Solo, and the rest, Chili Baby, TikTok, the rest of the Gospel Gangsters um, organization, ministry. Um, God. God has a very interesting plan for all of us. Um, apparently it was his time. Apparently he has done everything he needed to do on earth. He, he reached his calling. Um, we don't agree with it. <clears throat> um, but we definitely have to respect it. So, much all love. God bless you. And uh, rest in paradise. So, um, today... Our message today is simply but the spirit. Now for the last few messages, 
I have really brought in the, the teachings or the understanding and comprehension of the Holy Spirit because that is definitely the tool, the tool that is used that God gives us freely to be able to do the works of Him. Whether or not it's a blessing, whether it's a miracle, whether it's a deliverance, whether it's reading the word and understanding and comprehension, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is just about essential in the comprehension and the articulation of the word. Um, and then when it gets moving, it's a whole nother ball of wax. So we've talked about that in previous messages. Um, but today, it is but the Spirit. And who is that Spirit from? God. Uh, the, the, the one power that he gives us to be able to do it. Now, was the Holy Spirit around when Jesus did his thing? Uh, I, I believe so. I believe that was definitely the Spirit um, because the Spirit came down when he got baptized and was it, it just blew everyone's mind that the Holy Spirit came down and just did what it did. So the Holy Spirit did not come out of Jesus when he passed away and that's what came out of him that's that's not that's not the case the holy spirit was around before jesus sacrificed himself the holy spirit is what jesus brought down because god promised it to be able to aid us in doing the miracles and the deliverances and the works of the lord but before we get into all that we're going to do our pledge so i pledge allegiance to the christian flag and to the Savior, for with it, for whom kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again, with liberty, life and liberty, for all who believe. So, what does all this mean well, we're going to be in getting our Bibles our Bibles and we're going to be in 1st Corinthians New Testament love New Testament most I like when Jesus talks it's a fantastic test a fantastic part of the Bible the New Testament we're going to be in 1st Corinthians 1st Corinthians okay and we're going to be in the second chapter 12th verse Okay, 1 Corinthians, 2nd chapter, 12th verse. Okay, so you have your Bibles out, whether it's a desktop, laptop, Android, Apple, iPod, iPad, or just the good old word itself. Break it out, go to 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 12. Okay, and before we get into this, we always pray over what we're going to ingest. Whether we ingest it physically at the dinner table or anywhere else we eat, or we ingest it mentally and spiritually with the word. It's still spirit it's our spiritual diet that we that we are going to be in, in, in taking. Okay? So we pray over it. So here we go. Father, we thank you. We thank you for letting us open the word again. And be able to have a, have meat and potatoes of the word. Father, we ask you to bring the word to life. Let the Holy Spirit flow through the, the words. And so we can articulate and we can comprehend what you want us to know in this message. 
We thank you, Father, for the opportunity to be able to read your word. We ask you to lead us, guide us, and direct us in your way, in your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay. So, thank you, Father. So, what does 1 Corinthians 2.12 mean? Peter knows that the Corinthians Christians have received God's Holy Spirit. He's already aware that they have received the Holy Spirit. Because they have come to genuine faith in Christ and have been saved. You can kind of tell when someone's saved by their actions. How they act. How they move around. How... <laughs> I'm sitting here doing this. I look over to my left hand side. And I have my little, my little dog here, just losing her marbles. She's doing this. <laughs> she's usually sitting here praying while I'm doing the message, but she's over here just going bananas. That's great. That's just great. I'll try to fix this real quick. Okay. Anyhow, back to the very good program. Okay, because they have come, cause you can tell when someone's saved by their fruits, by how they act, how they, uh, how they perceive things, how they speak, their mannerism, their aura. You can tell that they they have God. Okay, that's the First Corinthians one four through nine. Every believer who trusts in Christ for salvation is given by God the gift of the Holy Spirit. So every believer who trusts in Christ. For salvation is given by God the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's a free gift. Okay? Paul will s state this clearly later in this letter, 1 Corinthians 12 13, as he has in his other letters, Romans 8 9 and Ephesians 1 13 through 14. Get the point that it's a free gift. You don't have to do anything for the gift. Once you have received the Lord in your heart as your personal Lord and Savior, the gift is something you can have. It doesn't require anything extra. Get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Baptized in the Holy Spirit is different than baptized in water. Because baptized in the Holy Spirit means you got the gift. Baptized in water is old creation, new creation. Two different baptisms. Can it happen at the same time? Absolutely, it can happen at the same time. Some people get baptized in the water, come out, and they're just speaking all kinds of crazy stuff. They're speaking all kinds of crazy tongues. It happens, not without saying. But the point of it is, is that there are two different baptisms, theoretically. Okay? Paul writes as, Paul writes that as Christians, we have not received the spirit of the world. Okay, so if we are believers in the, in the Lord, we don't receive the world's spirit. Okay, that's what we're rejecting constantly. That is our daily fight as Christian believers or Christ believers is to reject the spirit of the world. We don't need that. That's not what we're trying to, that's not what we're after. In other words, we have not been given a, a an attitude that only accepts those things which have can, can be observed for ourselves and work with human wisdom and reasoning. So, we're not supposed to receive, give, or translate anything that only we care about. Okay? This goes to the, to the fact of doing it for the glory of God. Doing it for Him. And not doing it for us. See, God knows our 
our desires. God knows what we want to do. You want to become a painter, you want to become a musician, you want to become a TV star or a TV uh, actor, you want to do all kinds of stuff. God knows your heart. That's not a question of whether it knows your heart or not. It's a question of can you do it for the glory of God? Can you glorify the Lord by doing what you do? Because the gifts, blessings, and rewards are so much greater than just getting all this name brand designer stuff. I mean, everyone thinks that's the end of the world. Oh man, I got you know Louis, I got Gucci, I got all this. I'm I'm status, bro. So so someone jacks you with that stuff. What happens then? Hmm. What is your answer to someone jacking you for your stuff? Don't got one. God gives it to you. It's sustainable, obtainable, sustainable retainable it's not something that is so high priced that you scared to wear it or it's all status it's all it's all fashion man come on all right so in other words we have not been given an attitude that only accepts those things which can be observed for ourselves and work out with human wisdom and reasoning so we're not even supposed to be reasoning or having wisdom of our own it's all god anyway in the end of the, end of the day where we can where when we can came to faith in Christ the worldly spirit was replaced with the spirit of God so when you when you were born again and you prayed the prayer of salvation the old worldly idealistic supposed to leave and the godly perspective is supposed to come inside. Now, it's going to be a little infant baby because if you have not been born again and you get born again for the first time, it's not going to be this grown-up already because you have a long road ahead of you. It's an infant. But it's supposed to build. So, out with the old, in with the new, so to speak. So, now that you have the godly thing, you're supposed to be discipled and you'll go through things, learn things, gain knowledge, gain wisdom, and be able to minister on those things. Okay. Through him, we gain the ability to understand what we can be, what only can be understood spiritually. So we, we figure out there's a spiritual connection, we can comprehend spiritual activity, because now we have the spirit of God in us, not the world's spirit. Now we have our flesh, we have demonic forces that are after us, but we have God's spirit now because we accepted Jesus in our hearts. So now we can understand the spiritual aspect as we go along. We get we get educated and we grow grow of knowledge and wisdom about how the spiritual world works now because now you're in the Lord's thought process and wisdom. Okay? Apart from our physical senses. So this has nothing to do with your physical senses as much as it has to do with your spiritual senses. The voice in your head, the common sense or the general sense. These are the things that either are loud or dim. Which one are you going to listen to? The one that puts things in your head or the one who talks in your head and helps you reason. Okay, the more closer to God, the louder it gets. Your God voice. Okay, God has freely re revealed these things to us about his son and the opportunity to be included in his family. So it's not, it's not a secret that, that we do this. None of us is a secret. Okay, he wants us to know them and trust them as true so he god wants us to know jesus and the holy spirit and trust them because they're not going to fail you okay paul negatively put negatively this knowledge from god and the ability to believe it is not available to those who do not have god's spirit within them 
So if you talk on a negative perspective, if you do not have the Holy Spirit or God in your life, God's going to control what he wants to control, whether or not you accept them or not. Okay? It has absolutely nothing to do with you accepting them or not. Only thing, only difference it makes is when you accept them, you're in the game plan. Your head's in the game. Okay? That's kind of like sitting on the bench and being in the game. So you can sit on the bench all you want. If you're in from one, think you're going to the game, but you're not in the game because you're not part of it. Okay? You're not in the game until you're in the game. You accept responsibility for the position you play, and you do the best you can, win, lose, succeed or fail, you do the best you can. You understand? So, this is the same thing with the Lord. The game's going to play regardless if you're in the game or not. <clears throat> the problem, difference is, is that if you're in the game, you understand what's going on, you understand the pledge, you understand the strategy, you're in there doing your part. We all have a different part to play. Best way I can put it. Okay, so negatively, if you're not in the game, but you're not in God's God, if you're not with God, walking with God, you're not going to be in the plan. <clears throat> you're going to be in His plan because He knows what you're going to do, but you're not going to know what the plan is or not be walking in the plan the way in your mind because you're not with God. You're, like you're not. How can I put this? <clears throat> if you're not in the game, you don't know the game, the strategy. The game is going to play. You may get tossed in once in a while, just to, just because they you know warm you up a little bit. But you're not going to be in the game as a starter, as a, or as a constant, you know, consistent player because you're not in the game. You're not warmed up. You're not doing things. You're not in it. But once you get warmed up and you show you want to be, and you accept your responsibilities, you get in there and you play hard as you can. They're going to make you a consistent player, just like God does. God's going to play. God's going to run his game regardless of how you do it. It's up to you how much you want to get involved. If you want to be the receiver, quarterback, linebacker, running back, defensive, offensive, it's up to you what you want to do. Simple. Okay. Through him, we gain. Okay. So, <clears throat> intellectually, knowledge can never force a person to trust in God. James 2.19, Romans 1.18. Intellectual knowledge. Okay. Do you know, what, you know what intellectual knowledge is? Intellectual knowledge is the 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 life lessons you learn. Okay, if you remove God from the entire scenario, what have you learned? Psychology. Okay, psychology will never force you to go to God. It will rationalize outside of God. And give you every reason why this is going to do that and that apart from what people call a religious perspective okay now will it work well yeah anything can really work nothing doesn't really work problem is is how much is going to work and is it going to benefit you and bless you that's the real question at the end of the day That's what we all wonder, is that if you remove God from the scenario, do you still have to deal with the repercussions? Of course, you deal with them either regardless of if you're with them or not. You deal with your negativity and your and your shortcomings and your falses and your fallings and all that. You deal with all that regardless if you're God or not. The difference with it is when God is involved and he's in your life and he's a part of what you're doing, 
it's going to be so much easier to deal with. So much easier. Running with God in your life is like having someone with a harness on you and a rope tied to your back. <clears throat> okay? Without it, will you be able to get from one side to another? Possibly. If all things work right. If the bridge doesn't snap, if all these possibilities do not work, can you get there? Of course. Possibility. If you have a harness and a rope tied to your back and you go across and all those possibilities, something happens and it breaks or something doesn't allow you to get across, he's right there. Got you. And he's going to help you slowly across to the side. That's what God does. He's your safety. He is your defense. He is what you need in any case, regardless. But in intellectual knowledge can never force a person into the trusting God. Because it's in the mind. It's not in the spirit. Make sense? Okay. Let's get, let's get into the word. Okay. So. 1 Corinthians 2.12 I'm reading out of the Amplified. Whatever version you may have. It's all good. We go through a bunch of translations. Whatever helps you understand this the best works for me. If there is a version we don't talk about, please email us. 8lu8ok at gmail.com. Let us know what version you use. If we don't go over it or I don't speak about it for some reason, if I don't speak about it, it's because it's, the translation all pretty much look the same and there's, not, there's no real difference in them to make them uh, significant enough to break it down. But most of the time we can go through it pretty quickly but there's a version that i don't speak about on this message or on this podcast email us email me and i will definitely bring it up okay so first corinthians 2 12 this is what it says have the amplified now we have not received this now we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world but the holy spirit whom is from god given to us that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts of divine favor and blessing so freely and lavishly bestowed upon us by God. We have not received the spirit of the world. We have received this Holy Spirit whom is from God. You must understand the difference between the worldly spirit and godly spirit. It's to most is pretty significantly different. Okay? Most of us try to do the balancing act <clears throat> with the worldly spirit and the godly spirit. Most of us try to do that. Okay? Where you live in the world and you do worldly things and you do these and that and that, but you still have a little bit of God when you need them. Just put a little salt and pepper on your life, right? Tragedy hits, God. Blessings hit, gotta be God. Um, this, that, another little salt and pepper here, a little salt and pepper there, God. 
Okay? <clears throat> you think that's enough. You think that's, that's, that's adequate. Acceptable. Because you don't want to be too close. Because then you have to commit yourself to that lifestyle. You see? You can, you can stay far enough away from God. Have him in your life ever so often. But stay far enough away from God. To where you don't have to feel like you have to live a life for him. You can live your life and just bring him in every so often. And put a little salt and pepper on there. Just so that people can see that there is a God in your life. You're not, you don't know God's in everyone's life. Even the, dev, the demons know God. God isn't the issue here. God's the judge. He ain't the issue. The issue here is Jesus. The issue here is the Holy Spirit. That's the issue here. For some reason, people think God is enough. That I believe in God, that's enough. Well, hate to burst your bubble, but that isn't enough. Because doing God isn't, isn't going to get you to heaven. We live in a time that Jesus is absolutely imperative to have. I live with God in my life and I don't know how I did it without Him. I don't stress about stuff. God will fight the fight, I just be still. Now I'm not going to let someone take advantage of me. I'm still going to tell you something if you if you cross my line and you can mess up my comfort zone. I will I'll do it, you know, with authority but with respect. But I'm not going to sit here and fight every battle that I can't control. I can't control anything. I'm not taking this will at all. Oh, don't you want to be successful? Don't you want to have things? Don't you want to Yeah, but what you don't understand is that when things happen, that Bad things happen to good people all the time. Bad things happen to people who visually and socially are churchgoers. And we think it's a travesty because we think that because they're in church, they must be holy. Or they're studying, they must be holy. Or have God in them, so why do things happen? Do you not realize that Satan or evil is in the church more than he is in the world? If, if, if Satan can corrupt the church he's already corrupted the world so that's already done if he can corrupt the church he can control the whole earth with even the, the even the believers you see so you have you must understand that God everyone knows that there is a God something bigger than this whole universe problem is Jesus getting people to understand and believe in Jesus the one thing you don't do you don't do it if you do it you're done there's no there's no forgiveness for it you do not blaspheme the Holy Spirit okay the Holy Spirit is the power the power of everything Holy Spirit is what conquered the devil is what conquers Satan is what conquers death is what conquers issues every day, delivers, restores, revives, and and all that stuff. The Holy Spirit is the tool that does all that. Talk bad against that. 
You must be. You, you must. You must want to be done. You must not want to have life after. Because that's pretty much saying, it's like pulling the bolts out of a gun, you think it's going to fire on you. <laughs> now we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world, but the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Whom is from God, given to us that we might realize, we might realize and comprehend and that's what I say in the prayer in the word every time we get in the word please let us comprehend and articulate comprehend comprehension is very important no matter how you cut it comprehension is very important gotta be able to comprehend it and appreciate the gifts appreciate the gifts of divine favor which is mean spiritual or above beyond us divine and blessing so freely and lavishly so la freely means is given to us without return you don't have to return on a blessing you can and it's always beautiful to do it but it's not it's not required to do so and lavishly which means the, the spirit is lavish it does wonderful things it does things over and abundance the blessing bestowed on us by God by God very simple spirit of the world spirit of God you have the spirit of the world until you reach that point where you get forgiveness for God for the sins you've committed previously you say no to the spirit of the world and say yes to the spirit of God most people who are not ready to be born again but think they are they say the prayer they feel they mean it again we go back to the discipleship problem uh, no they don't get discipled properly they don't you know you, you shouldn't you really shouldn't if you are not you know in medical uh, um, dire need and you're just wanting to get deliverance through some things you've been going through in your lifestyle think about what you're doing most people don't think about what they're doing they just say it and think that that's it well yeah but you have to mean it you have to actually care about what you're saying and want to know more about God you want to know, and some of these radical people who have were radically saved, like they were really bad before, and God just changed their lives. You can tell that they they, they study and they're in it. Why can't we? Good question. Okay. So, NIV version says, "What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God." So that we may understand what God has freely given to us. Okay, so the spirit, comp you comprehend it. ESV version says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit whom is from God, and we might understand things freely given by us by God. Okay. KJV says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Okay. NASB says we 
Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know its things freely given to us by God. Okay, NLT says, we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has, has freely given us. And a CSB says, now we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit whom comes from God. So that we may understand what has been freely given to us by God. Pretty much the same thing all the time. It's a little different wording. Right? Okay. So the, the uh, Waymouth New Testament says, But we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit which comes from forth from God that we may know the blessings that have been given so freely given to us by God. So it says blessings and not say spirit. Um, the Webster's Bible doesn't even, well, now that we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of which is from God, now we may, we may know the things that are freely given us by God. So pretty much the same thing. Okay. The, the, the Young's literal translation and we the spirit of the world will not receive but the spirit uh, that is of God that we may know the things confirmed by God on us interesting, interesting way of putting it okay but this is the Bible in basic English but we have not we have not the but, but we have not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which comes from God, so that we may have knowledge of the things that were freely given to us by God. Okay? Going through them. Most of them are saying the same thing right at this point. Pretty much the same thing. Okay, the Message Bible says, But he lets us in on it. God offers a full report on the gifts of life and salvation that he has given us. Very different translation. But same thing. He let, he let us in on it. He let us in on it. He offers a full report of the gifts of life and salvation that is given to us. Okay. Most stuff is still the same. We okay, so the so okay, that's the same thing. Nothing different. Nothing new there. Okay, most of the translations say about the same thing. Like I said, if there's a translation that I'm not reading. Definitely email, let us know uh, what it is. But the spirit, but the spirit, most important thing, but the spirit of God. We have not received the spirit of the world, but we have received the spirit of God, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit.
like again, like I say, you know, our condolences go to Mr. Solo, his family, his close friends, those who work with him, those who know him. Um, you know, we just, uh, it's a sad time right now, but we should be celebrating his life, celebrating his accomplishments, the people who he seeded into. He seeded into my life at a young age. I think I was like 14 or 15 when I first heard him. Um, that was the beginning of, of their career, and it just changed my life because I, I related to everything they were talking about. So, you know, I'm, I'm affected by it too, and I just hope, wish, and pray that the family uh, of the Gospel Gangsters organization uh, receives peace. That uh, he lived, he lived as full of life as he could have and he affected, he ministered to God knows how many people and was recognized for that and I'm sure he'd be recognized for eternity for his uh, his trailblazing for the Lord anyhow Father thank you Father thank you for the message but the Spirit we must focus on the Holy Spirit and the power and be a part of it and let it flow Father, we thank you for all who listen, all who watch. And we ask you, Father, just to bless the messages, bless this podcast, this live cast, Father, and that everybody gets a taste and enjoys it. And, Father, I pray everyone's health is good, that you show them you and how you do things. And we ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Fantastic stuff, guys. Much love to you guys. Again, check out, check out, check out our station. UMOLV.com, that's Unity Radio. Um, inspiring sounds, urban artistry, 24 hour good music, just solid music all around. UMOLV.com. Okay? And like, I, and like we always say, fear, respect God, follow Jesus, and let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river. Get unified. Until next time. And until next time. And until next time. Jesus. Strong. Until he said it's finished. Thought that was it, right?